0: So, Jeff, we recently celebrated the 4th of July, but how do you know you're at a good fireworks stand? I, I don't know. Selection? <laughs> no, the guy working there gives you a high four. Oh. <laughs> He's missing it. Did you get it? <laughs> Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and you're listening to Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. We're going to talk about running your personal finances like a business. And we're just getting off of the uh, Fourth of July weekend here. It's now the uh, what the eighth of July. And uh, fun fact, I lost my phone at the beginning of the uh, July 4th weekend, oh, two no. hours out of town family event and, uh, lost that in a moving body of water. I don't suggest doing that in general, but specifically on the 4th of July weekend, not the best time to, to do that. Fun oh, fact.
0: Jeff, you're kidding <laughs> me. So you were out on the lake and you lost the phone river. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a river. And it yep. went into the river.
1: It did. Yep.
0: And you couldn't get it back, obviously.
1: No. Nope. Yeah. Couldn't find so,
0: it. So. so, so what did you do? Cried. Yeah, for, I bet. For days. For <laughs> I bet you were pretty happy. And 4th of July weekend, uh, when were you able to get a new phone? Just got it last night. So you're I think kidding that me.
1: Yeah. It might've been Saturday that happened and just got it Wednesday night.
0: Ooh, that's <laughs> so. a long time for people nowadays. I mean, it actually makes you stop and think how much you rely on it because yeah, going one day without my phone, I think just thinking about that hurts.
1: Yeah. I was brought back to the 1990s last night after spending two hours on the phone with Verizon yesterday, the SIM card wouldn't work. And they finally said, just go to a store. So I had to print off before I left the office, step-by-step instructions, uh, directions on how to get to where I was going. because I'm directionally challenged.
0: Oh, and you didn't have a phone to guide you.
1: (laughs) So felt like 1997 there. Wow.
0: You were back and you had to really rough it there for a few days. Sheesh. Tough stuff. (laughs) First world problems, right? That's right. Yeah. I had to print out my directions. Oh, okay, Boomer. (laughs) Uh, So what are we talking about on the show today? Well, I was meeting with a couple
1: recently and we were strategizing on ways to help them to improve their financial situation. And analogy struck me is that if you look at your personal finances, there's a lot of similarities to how a business is run and how its finances operate. So we were having a conversation about how do we, how does this couple use the resources that they have? in different forms in order to improve their financial situation and get out of debt and lower expenses and some of the things that we talked about. So I thought it'd be a good, good timing to kind of talk through that same exercise that in part that we had discussed, uh, with that couple and hopefully someone else can benefit from them that as well. But yeah, first at uh, Tony, how was your, your 4th of July experience?
0: Uh, it was really good. To be honest, we didn't do a whole lot. Uh, we shot off a few fireworks. Uh, that was about as exciting as it got and did some stuff around the house because we had just taken a family vacation a couple of weeks before and all three of our kids had to work over the holiday weekend. So uh, we just hung out here and it was actually nice and relaxing. Good. Very yeah. good. Excellent. Yeah, I love, it's one of my favorite holidays. It's because it's an excuse to eat both a, a bratwurst, a hot dog, and a hamburger. All three, actually.
1: So. <laughs> That's good. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, our son, Jax, I think, what did he call it? We were at the family event this weekend. He, uh, I think he called a, a sausage an overgrown hot dog. Something along those lines. It was <laughs> an funnier than that. overgrown hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Well, Jax is funny anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll dive into today's topic. We're, you know, kind of accounting 101. When you look at a a business, if there are two main financial reports that any business owner looks at, and one is the balance sheet, which looks at your assets and your liabilities. The other one is the income statement or otherwise known as the P and L or profit and loss statement, which looks at your income and your expenses. Well, the same applies to your personal finances. So we wanted to talk first about kind of the balance sheet side of things and looking at your assets and your liabilities and understanding what you have in place currently and how you can improve your situation going forward. So if you look at the asset side of your, your balance sheet, to summarize things you have, your assets would be your time, your talent and your treasures. So your time is, Obviously, the time that you have. What do you do with your your hours? If you're working a full-time job, do you have extra time? You could do some part-time work on the side if you need to make some advancements in your finances. Let's say you're behind saving for retirement or you have debt that you're trying to pay off. Maybe it does it make sense to have a a part-time job a little bit to help supplement what you're trying to accomplish there. Or maybe you have a passion that you've always thought about turning into a, a financial enterprise and start a side business of some sort. And maybe that becomes your full-time job eventually. So look at how you can best utilize your time in order to improve your personal balance sheet. The The second one is your talent. So what are your skills? What are your abilities and how can you translate those into growing your assets or as we'll talk about with the income statement, how can you use those to generate more income? So assets can transfer over, if you will, and, uh, and help impact positively our income statement.
0: Well, so I think we a your... good example of talent, Jeff, if I may interject, uh, uh, translating into generating more income. I mean, look what you've done with your stand-up comedy skills and how you've turned that into a financial career. It's also a liability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> your dad jokes are a liability as our listeners are. are well aware, well aware. It increase
1: the dad jokes listeners go down yeah
0: uh, <laughs> we found that to be true yes
1: I, I have to get them out somewhere Nikki doesn't want to hear them so no What do you no doing?
0: your wife <clears throat> does not want to uh, the wife doesn't want to hear them and the kids will only want to hear them for you got a couple more years yet a couple more years yeah and then they're not <laughs> going to want to hear them either trust me <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. So, so time we have your time, we have our talent and the third area is your treasures. So your treasures, those could be your financial assets. So your money in the bank, money in an investment account, your 401k, but also your hard assets. So starting with your house, Your auto, automobiles, maybe you have a camper, boats, you know, baseball card collection. I mean, you can go on on and on, but any of your physical assets. So again, listing out what are all these things that apply to you or your family situation and understanding those and identifying them. But another treasure would be your relationship. So for example, tying a couple of these things together, if you decide you want to start a part-time business, making quilts or whatever. And you know, someone who has a, you know, a friend who's a owner of a small shop that sells stuff. Maybe you can introduce that user, utilize your relationship there to introduce your, your quilts. I know you're into quilts, Tony, so you can <laughs> uh, uh, parlay that into some uh, shelf space perhaps, but looking at your treasures and, and don't forget your kids in this process. I'll mention them a couple times, but what can they do to help out? You know, maybe they're This transfers into the expense side that we'll look at, but maybe they can help mow the lawn so you have time to do something that will help out your family's finances. So look at all of your pieces, if you will, all of your different assets, your time, your talent, your treasures, and identify what you have and how you can make the most out of those. So those are your your assets. The liability side of it, those can be both real and potential. So a real liability was would be you know $150,000 on the house. You owe $8,000 on a car and $2,000 on a credit card. Those are real liabilities. They are here and now. So we want to be aware of what you have there, but also potential liabilities that we'll talk about. That things that could occur if uh, life takes a turn in the wrong direction. So with your debt, have a plan for how you're going to get out of debt over time. And there are different approaches to that. That won't get into too much here today, but you can approach your higher interest debt first, or you can approach your smaller debts first, regardless of what interest rate you're paying on those. And that's something we've gotten into in more detail and in other shows along the way, but understand those, those liabilities and have a focused plan, being intentional on how you get, get rid of those debts over time. Now you're, potential liabilities, one of those is dying, you know, get the, get the uh, big one out there uh, on the table here. But if you pass away or your spouse passes away, there's a lot of years potentially of lost income that can occur. And that, so that's a, that's a risk to the family. So what do you do about that? Well, if you're working, do you have life insurance through work? Can you get additional supplemental coverage through work? Do you have an individual policy for life insurance outside of work that makes sense to have? And a lot of times um, people have a thought, well, if I don't have any debt, do I need life insurance? We also want to look at the lost income that might occur over time. So if you're a 62 years old couple and everything's paid off, but you're planning on working eight more years For one of you and five more years for the other and one of you is gone tomorrow you have several years of not only the lost employment income but also lost Social security income or potentially pension income that would add up over the years that your surviving spouse is not going to receive so just Mm -hmm. because you don't have any liabilities any debt rather doesn't mean that life insurance might not be a good decision for you um it depends on your
0: your personal situation so well, I mean, you know, a, we all have risk. liabilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> As you point out, I mean, obviously you may think you don't, but, uh, you might not have a hard financial, but uh, everything can become a liability, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if you're in your working years, particularly earlier in your
1: career, getting sick or becoming disabled, you might be yep. 45 years old and you're healthy and plan on working until you're 70. life might have a different plan for. If you're disabled next year, you can't work any longer. That's going to have an impact on your family from an income perspective, but also uh, potentially higher expenses as well. So look at disability insurance. What do you have through work? Do you have short-term? Do you have long-term disability? Uh, A lot of employers will cover one, but not the other. So they'll pay for short-term, but not long-term. And you can get the other uh, through a supplemental policy at work is, is oftentimes going to be a good choice for you. But there are also individual policies outside of your employer that you can purchase, just like with life insurance, and uh, make sure you have that gap covered. Um, another couple other big ones that most everyone has coverage for is home and auto. So if you have a car wreck uh, or your, your house burns down or whatever it might be, most people have home and auto insurance, and and uh, but evaluating your coverage and making sure that it's appropriate and uh, you're, you're doing what you need to do there is important. Another potential liability is looking at general liability uh, claims that might occur. So if you have a, uh-huh. a pool and a neighbor kid gets hurt in your yard or in the pool or something, do you have liability insurance that can help cover things or... life can throw all sorts of crazy things at us. So general liability coverage doesn't cost much to get. Contact your home and auto person. Typically, they're going to offer that liability coverage as well or shop around for it. But that's a uh, a potential gap for you as well.
0: Well, yeah. And so I'm glad you uh, talked about that because there are liabilities that people might not realize they have. And so uh, you definitely want to take care of that and look at insurance, things like that uh, come into play. And so it is interesting uh, running your own personal finances is a lot like running a business. I see the parallels here. So what's next, Jeff? The next, we're going to switch over to the profit and
1: loss statement or the income statement. So we'll look at income. And first one, if you're working in your working years, you have your employment income. Are you due for a raise potentially? You've been at your company for a number of years. You continue to do a a better job. Um, Are you due for a raise or potentially a promotion and putting your hat in the ring and trying to continue to grow to increase your income, which will help to also lower your liabilities if you have debt and build your assets in terms of investment savings and using that increase in income to improve those. So look at your employment income, or if you're self-employed, how can you grow your business and, and continue to see your income increase over time? Do you have additional um, product lines that you can offer to folks or partner with someone to help do that? So again, just looking at where your income comes from. Now, if you're planning for retirement, or you're getting close to retirement you look at You have social security and maybe you or your spouse has a pension. The other thing we want to look at is optimizing your income there and making good decisions on when you file for social security and what pension options you choose and when. And these are all things that we can help you to evaluate and make sure you're making good decisions with. So if you call us, come in for a complimentary second opinion, these are things that will put put together a good financial plan for you and help to make sure you and your family are taken care of. And you're making the most out of all of your different resources or resources.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You want to maximize your resources and minimize things like the tax burden and spending. So uh, I think that's important. And I know you help so many people put together those plans, Jeff. Uh, so what's next? Yeah. The other side of the uh, profit and loss statement
1: is our expenses. And sure. like, like live, there's a saying, uh, Dave Ramsey is known for quoting or or one of his famous quotes is live like no one else today so that you can live like no one else tomorrow. Ah, So sacrificing some things today in order to make sure you're taken care of later on down the road. And a good example of that if you're in your working years and you have income coming in, maybe dual income coming in, you get accustomed to a certain lifestyle and you retire and that income drops off, making sure you're not going to have a big adjustment on your lifestyle as well at that point. So making sure you're saving, you're investing, you're putting enough hay in the barn for later so that when you retire, you can maintain at least the lifestyle that you have today or you might even be able to improve that if you've been frugal along the way and have saved up and done a good job with a lot of the things that we're talking about. So I think that's a a good phrase to live by. Um, Then tying in with the expense side, there's the B word we occasionally talk about as having a potentially a budget, but at least knowing what you're spending in total and what you're spending in different areas. Going back to our business analogy, imagine owning a dairy queen and your accountant or your bookkeeper, whoever, gives you your monthly financials and you look through your income statement, it shows income of X and X and expenses of Y and that's it. That wouldn't be good enough. You want to know, well, how much do we have in burger sales and, and you know, ice cream sales and so forth and our expenses, what are we paying in payroll and this and that and the other, you wanna have enough details to know where's my money coming in from and where's it going to. So the same thing with your personal finances is know your income, but know, know your expenses and where you're spending money on, that will give you the opportunity to identify some areas that you can trim back and do a better job with your, your money. Yep. So knowing what you spend is a, a, is an important that's,
0: one. Yeah, that that's huge. Budget
1: solution number 28.
0: Budget solution number 28. But you certainly
1: solved that budget crisis. (laughs)
0: All right. Had to work that in there, Jeff. I love it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, A good example right now, too, that can translate from the expense side, but also to the liability side. If you have a vehicle that you're spending more than what you can afford maybe on right now, and you have a pretty hefty monthly payment on that, and you have debt you're trying to pay off, well, as we know... If you haven't gotten the memo yet, cars are expensive right now. Ooh, if you're, yeah. if you're driving in a, a, a vehicle that is above your means, this might be a good time to look at selling that. Decrease that debt, decrease your monthly expenses, drive something that's, that's, uh, uh, less than what you've been accustomed to maybe, but might be a good financial move for you if you're trying to improve your, your situation. That's something to consider. But yeah, you don't want to sell your vehicle without having a replacement one lined up with, the uh, today's situation with, with vehicles.
0: Yeah. Because number one, uh, they are getting more and more expensive, but two, they're hard to find. So yeah, they are. They are. Um, and I mentioned kids earlier when we were talking about
1: assets, but we look at expenses. i have a number of clients that have continued to pay for different expenses for their kids, even after they've left the roost or should have left the roost. So making sure your kids are pulling their weight. Um, your retirement is closer than theirs. Making sure that you're, you're taken care of so that you get to retirement, you don't run out of money, and now you're going to your kids for help. So uh, pushing them out of the nest sometimes might be a, a necessary thing to do.
0: Uh, That's true. That's tough, though. Easier said said than done. done. (laughs) Well, Jeff, this has been a great topic. I mean, talking about running our personal finances like a business, and you've went over a a number of key points for our listeners. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? No, just to give us
1: a call folks, uh, come in, schedule a, a second opinion with us, a complimentary second opinion. We'll sit down and review your personal situation and are there ways that you can improve upon what you're doing today. And you can do that by emailing us at info at financial paladin.com and, uh, call us 651-842-8406 again, 651-842-8406. And uh, we look forward to to sitting down
0: with you. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary in the opinions expressed